With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Matt Kalahara, and our guest today is A's starter Chris Bassett. No moment of this A's season was more frightening than when Bassett was struck and injured by a line drive in Chicago on August 17th. He had surgery about a week later to correct facial fractures, and remarkably, he returned to the mound September 23rd in Oakland to make two starts for the A's down the stretch. We'll talk about why it was so important for Bassett to come back this year, his honest take on the season, and how he's doing now going into the offseason. Welcome back to Ace Plus. Our guest today is Chris Bassett. Chris, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, it's been a, a eventful season, really, start to finish. Um, I think the first thing that I'd want to ask you is, uh, when you made your first start back from the injury, um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting that you said afterward was that when you first got hurt, um, there were a group of people that reached out and congratulated you on a, on a great season, mm-hmm. and another group that texted you and asked, when are you coming back? Right. What was the percentage of people that asked when you were coming back? Uh... I would say it was pretty much 50-50, pretty close to that. Um, but a lot of teammates, a lot of former teammates, all of them all of them knew as long as the doctors weren't going to get in my way enough, I, I would be back this year. Yeah. Why was it important for you to come back? That was such a frightening injury, and obviously there are so many complications that can arise from that. Um, why was it important to you to pitch again this year? It wasn't anything personal. It wasn't anything like big if someone wants to say that um honestly the only reason i wanted to come back was i thought we could get to the playoffs um and i wanted to be a part of that so that was literally my only like motivation only focus was like when we get to the playoffs i want to be a part of that group um so that's the reason i came back because i i genuinely thought i basically knew i was like we're gonna get to the playoffs now it's my job to kind of get myself healthy enough to to play in that would it have been different if if the team was not in contention at that point do you think um yeah sure for for me personally no doubt um would I have came back yeah I I still would have came back um just because not to prove to everyone that I'm healthy and I can still pitch but it was more so so I don't have to like answer all these questions next spring training Uh um but yeah um I, I think we did everything right here when it came to what happened. It was just a matter of we kind of just ran into some bad luck, so I wasn't able to build up because obviously I was supposed to pitch again, throw five, six innings, and almost be ready full go for the playoffs. Um, you've kind of joked, I think, all, all throughout the process that um, as soon as the doctors said that you there was a chance you could be back, you were like, all right, we're doing it. When, but when did it really become a realistic thing for you to to – pitch again this year um I mean right when I got hit they told me kind of what was going on what happened um and everything was so chaotic those first couple days that I almost not that I didn't pay attention but I was so overwhelmed with what was going on that my brain was basically saying we're gonna be back because they were saying all you need is a couple weeks to like have all your bones stabilized from plates and all this stuff and then you're kind of back to normal 
Um, so I thought, okay, well, I have, a, I have a couple weeks, so the season is not over with, so I'll pitch then. But then once surgery got done and once things started to really progress in a positive way, I knew I was there. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to play again, no doubt. Are there still lingering things that you're dealing with? Like, are there going to be long-term, I guess, uh, effects if it's discomfort, if it's just having to monitor stuff? Or are you into the off-season, just day-to-day stuff, not like baseball or pitching or sports-wise, just day-to-day things? Yeah, no doubt. Um, Long-term, as in uh, permanent damage, no, we don't believe there's going to be any of that. Um, But short-term, I still can't eat right. Still, uh, my jaw still kind of messed up a little bit, like locked up a little bit still dealing with some nerve damage um due to nerve damage my face will swell up with like activity but uh everything everything in my face is just nerve damage and unfortunately nerve damage takes a couple months to, to heal so we're hoping um i think on a just a realistic timetable honestly like spring training next year i should basically be back to normal and not feel weird not not have any nerve problems on like that so um yeah, I think I think I'm gonna still be dealing with this for the next couple of months, and then hopefully by basically next year to start, I'll be never having to worry about this. That's good. Are you gonna um, treat the offseason any different? Like go into and maybe rest a little bit, or how, how are you gonna handle maybe the next couple of months? You think? No, I, th- I think uh, I have kind of developed a good offseason program for myself to stay healthy, um, get healthy, um, recover from the season, and then get back into it at the right time so I'm ready for the season. So nothing's going to really change for me. It's just a matter of, uh, yeah, just going through that plan again. Pitching-wise, um, the last three years, uh, there, it has just been kind of repeated uh, improvement year to year. And obviously last year was a short season, but you come back and, and pitch potentially even better this year. Um, what is What do you think has been the key to, to that kind of sustained improvement over that course of time? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, no doubt confidence, confidence in myself, but also confidence in the coaching staff. I, I mean, I, I don't think I would have been able to go seven, eight innings consistently um, from an organizational standpoint of trusting me and letting me, and also to a point of me putting myself in a position to go deep into games over and over and over. So, um yeah, I think the success that I've, I've had that's increasing over the last couple couple years is just just based on me learning my, my game, understanding like who I am at a big league level, and then also the front office and Emo and Bomel trusting me and saying, listen, we know how good you are now, so just we don't want anyone else in the game. Throw as much as you can. When you were hurt, you were leading the league in innings. Um, is that a point of pride, and, and how do you go about building yourself up to, to be able to do that? Yeah, uh, I mean, I knew I was basically first or second in every category um, when I when it happened. Um, but that's part of it. It sucks, but uh, I mean, it could be a blessing where I come back next year and I'm a little bit more fresh than other people. Guys, basically, took a month off of my arm. But uh, yeah, I mean, do you want all those accolades? I, I guess, but uh, at the end of, at the end of the day, like. The only thing that I'm upset about not being able to throw 200-plus innings or whatever it may have been um, was just what it did to our team. And I, I think if the injury never happened, we would be in the playoffs. We'll be right back with more with Chris Bassett after this. 
And remember, you can access all of our A's coverage and more with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Go to sfchronicle.com slash pod. That's sfchronicle.com slash pod. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you were injured the, uh, the, the day after in talking to a couple of your teammates uh, and rotation mates, they were, first of all, really glad to know that um, it was not you know, as bad as it potentially could have been. But a, a few guys also just kind of expressed just hating to see that happen because of the season you were having um, because of how well you would pitch from start to finish of the year do you look at it that way is there an element of disappointment in just not being able to finish out the season the way that you had been pitching the whole year no I mean I again I I I have always thought um the personal accolades will come um with my goal and my goal is to win a world series um and that's literally it when I set off for a season I literally only have one goal, and it's to win a World Series. And that's – I know a lot of people have goals of how many innings they want to throw, how many quality starts they want to throw, um, how many wins, whatever it may be. And I just think all that's going to take care of itself if you just have a goal of I'm, I'm trying to win a World Series. And in my goal, sure, all those numbers are good and great uh, personally, but if you're just trying to win – every game trying to win be the best team in the, in the world um everything else kind of falls into place that the self accolades and all that stuff will come but yeah I, so i i'm not i'm not disappointed because i only threw i don't even know how 160 or whatever innings i threw instead of 200 or whatever i, I however more money i threw or led the league in wins I'm, I'm not i'm not mad at that because again that just was never on my like radar of like things I wanted to do. I just I wanted to get to the playoffs again. I know how awesome that is. I wanted to win a World Series, and we just didn't do either one of those. So I'm mad at that. What do you think was missing for you guys down the stretch this year? Oh, I I, I just think we got so we got injured at such the wrong time. Um, me personally, then obviously we had Ramon go out. We had just multiple injuries stack up on us. Um, and we just weren't able to fill those holes. And, and unfortunately, I think just some goes. There was a lot of just uh, optimism and high expectations for you guys coming into this season. Um, does that, I mean, does, I guess this may be an obvious question, but to, does that make it more of a disappointment to, to miss out this year compared to maybe past years where there, there weren't sort of those internal expectations at least? No, I don't think it ma- anything makes it easier or harder or anything like that. It's just, um, honestly, I, I'm, I'm happy that we're upset. And the only reason I'm saying I'm happy is because we have built those ex- expectations. Like, when I, when I first got here, people didn't care that we got sent home. I mean, we were the worst team in baseball for a couple of years. Um, so to be on this end where you're genuinely upset and mad because you're – you're going home and you felt deep down that you're not supposed to sure I would I would love to go to the postseason I, I mean everyone here would but 
we have built something here that's special, and I think we can at least be prideful of that. Is that the biggest difference, that, I guess, from the start of your tenure here to, to now? Yeah, no doubt. We, I mean, it, it, it went from, when I was first here, it went from how are we going to lose today's game because it seemed like no matter what we did, we were going to lose, and most of the time we were going to get killed. Um, and now it, now in today's, today's game, I don't care who we're playing. I genuinely believe we're going to win that game. I just don't know how we're going to win it. And it's been a complete 180. And it obviously, Bowmel and the front office um, have done a great job of building an unbelievable team. We just didn't get the job done. Uh, when you do look, look, I guess, over the course of the season, what, what are some of the things that stand out to you as, um, as positives to come out of this year? Whether it's, I don't know, individual performances or elements of the team, right? what stands out to you? Yeah, I mean, I... And I know there are three massive key pieces to our team, but, like, Ole took a next step this year. Um, we all expected him to kind of get to this level, but he's finally kind of got to it. And I think he's just he's just starting to understand his game, how good he really is. I think he could be – I mean, I, I think he could, he could easily contend for a triple crown, and I think he could easily contend for an MVP every year. That's how good Matt Olson is. Um, and then, I mean, I know his numbers may not say it, but what Matt Chapman has done this year coming off of the hip surgery is unbelievable. I don't think people, I don't think people understand how hard um, that surgery is and then coming back from it. Everyone that basically says you need a year and a half after you have that just to feel kind of normal. And he went out there and played every game like I don't. I honestly don't know how he did it. And then to put up the stats that he did put up and have the defense as good as it was, I. I mean, I just commend him for who he is. And then obviously our medical staff and everyone who's kept him on the field healthy. Um, yeah, and then I, I, I would say one of the last ones is Frankie. Um, for how bad he was to start and how much he was struggling. Um, I know he was going through a lot of negative stuff um, to start the year, but we just, I mean, the starters just kept pushing him, pushing him, and kept 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 him going. Um, and then once he kind of got going, he realized how good he truly was, and hopefully he's able to carry this last two, three-month run or whatever he's on. Um, I'm not sure when it started, um, All-Star break or whatever. But... Uh, I hope he's able to carry that not into next year, but through his through his whole career. He understands how good he is. He understands his game of baseball. He understands um, what it's going to take now to see someone that was going through what he just went through and coach them up and say, "Listen, just keep going. I've been there, done that." Um, so yeah, I think those are the three guys. That I'm I just look at. I'm like, that's that's who we are. I'm I'm happy. That's that's who we are. I was going to ask you specifically about um, about Frankie and, and just I mean as a fellow pitcher, what the what the turnaround was or what was it that sparked sort of his ability to, to turn that around? Yeah, I I think he went from um, a thrower didn't didn't understand how to pitch. He just knew how to throw enough strikes um, to into truly listening to people. And we have obviously a lot of like veteran guys. Up um, around where it'd be use and all that, like even the bullpen guys. And he was just making so many mistakes that just the mistakes weren't even fitting with his pitching style. Um, 
and again, if, if you don't know who you are as a pitcher, it's hard to make adjustments in the game when you just when you're just throwing. Um, but he's learned that little cutter that he has now. He learns where to throw his sinker, what counts to throw his sinker, when to throw a four seam, um, when to throw a splitter. Like, should I make a guy chase? Should I not make a guy chase? Um, and again, I think all the struggles early to start the year basically let him it, it made him listen and he listened and he obviously got rewarded for listening I think you and he have both kind of mentioned that you didn't always get along in the past <clears throat> uh, what what was it that you guys didn't get along over and, and how has that relationship evolved over the years that you spent together and listen yeah for, I mean I'm a little older than Frankie but uh when I was with the with the White Sox I've always been the same person when it comes to if you ask me something or I hear you complain about something, I'm just going to tell you tell you the truth. And young Frankie didn't like being told the truth. Um, so, yeah, he didn't like me because I was calling him out. Um, and once we kind of came back actually to Oakland, um, he pulled me aside and, like, thanked me for it. He's like, I didn't understand what you were saying, but I do now. Um, so, I, yeah, I think our turmoil in the beginning – <clears throat> made a relationship a lot stronger now because whenever he has a problem, he knows if he comes to me, I'm going to tell him the truth. Uh, again, it might hurt his feelings, but he's a little—he's old enough to take them, wear them, understand. I want the best for him, and then uh, yeah, he just—he he trusts what I say. It's like a maturity thing, I guess. I'm no guessing. doubt, no doubt. Um, I think there are going to be questions just kind of about the team going into the off season and what. What the offseason is going to look like. Obviously, there's questions about the, the CBA and negotiations and just how the entire offseason is going to play out. But just for the A's specifically, it's always a little bit of a question about going into free agency and stuff, who's going to be leaving, who's going to come back. Um, what Do you think there is a, a future for the group that you guys have here right now? I hope. I mean, I think I think we're, we're special enough to really do damage in this league, and I think every team in this league knows that um so yeah i hope we're all still together next year now if that happens i don't know that's not really a question for me but uh yeah i certainly hope that we're all back what's your biggest takeaway i guess from this season the season that you had for you personally oh uh honestly i i I don't really know my takeaway yet it's so still so raw i still just i'm in disbelief a little bit from us not making the playoffs that it's just um, I think it's something once we get home and really reflect on the year, I think we'll have better judgment of that. Well, Chris Bassett, thanks so much for taking out the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Our thanks again to Chris Bassett for joining us today on Ace Plus. Our producers today were G. Allen Johnson and King Kaufman. We'll be back with more soon on Ace Plus. Thanks for listening.